Austin Peay State University President Elisa White joins Charlie and Katie to talk about reopening the university and what the plans and process is for letting students back to the university this fall. All on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Hi, this is Katie Gamble again with my friend Charlie Kuhn for another episode of Clarksville's Conversation. And we have a very special lady with us today that's been on here before and she's a whole lot of fun, isn't she, Charlie? She is a ton of fun and our favorite governor, President Elisa White from Austin P State University. Let's How you go, doing? I love that, guys. Thank you. Shoot. We're, ha- we're happy to have you here. And, um, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started about you being at your house. Every, every now and then at lunch, I will leave downtown and walk around the campus and walk by your house hoping – to get a little lunch, but I never see you outside. You know, because a lot of times I'm walking around campus or I'm walking by your office downtown. Yeah. So we are probably probably passing each other other a block apart. We may be. Charlie, I've seen, I'm friends with Elliot on Facebook, and I've seen some of the pictures he's posted of his cooking lately, and you're missing out because it looks delicious. I promise. Mm Mm-hmm. So you've been really busy, and everybody's asking the question, what's going to happen this fall? But do we even know yet? We are committed to bringing students back to campus. Oh, good. Yes, we're excited about that. We don't uh, know exactly what it's going to look like. I have wonderful people who are close to the situation in terms of what students need to learn in the classrooms, how they need to interact on campus, what their goals are, working together to figure out how we can offer an on-ground experience in a way that promotes social distancing and really allows us to create an environment where people can be as safe as possible. And so it won't look exactly like it's looked in the past, but frankly, I don't think anything is gonna look like it has looked in the past, whether you're you are taking a plane ride or you're going to the theater. So we've got people uh, spending a lot of time planning so that we can have those on-ground classes, but in a safe environment. There's a lot of thought that has to go into a lot of things because, I mean, when you've got a full classroom, you know, you don't, in the past, we didn't think of, of going to a football game and being elbow to elbow. We didn't think of those things, but I think you're right. I think that people are going to be more conscious moving forward and they're going to, you know, be a little bit more germaphobe. So we have to be a little bit more aware and plan for those things. Well, I, I was really excited. Uh, it was in the last couple of days when the announcement came back, came out about having in-person classes. And I think as soon as that uh, announcement hit the airwaves, I got a text from Lexi, my daughter, and said, awesome. they're, having per- they're having classes because she's going to go there. And she is so excited about being on campus. I'm very excited that Lexi's coming. She's got to follow her parents. And then, of course, Katie's are a little bit younger, but I'm going for her children next because I oh, think yeah. everybody should be a gov. I mean, this hey, is really important. He's what? going to ninth grade. It won't be long. Well, I'm, co- I'm coming after him. But, you know, think about what the students have experienced in high school this year. Mm-hmm. It's been such a challenge for not just graduating seniors, well, actually all students, K through 12, and then university students as as well. So we believe it's really important to bring some sense of normalcy back 
and and believe that it's possible to do so. But but that's going to take a lot of work, not just on the on the part of creating the environment, but educating and reminding our community members to take personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's really important to be a little bit germaphobic right now. And so if yeah. I'm going into a building with an elevator, I'm I'm going to be pointing myself to the wall. I'm not going to be pushing buttons with my fingers. I'm going to use my elbow or my knuckle, and, and uh, which I guess is part of the finger. But you know, I'm going to I'm going to use best practices. We're going to offer cleaning uh, protocols that that we're actually we're going to employ cleaning protocols uh, that are more sanitizing and disinfecting, and do it more often. We're going to provide ways for people to uh, clean their environments when they go into a classroom so that if if you're following me, you may not want to follow my lead and make sure that I'm cleaning as I'm leaving. You want to take responsibility for yourself and make sure that that desk and seat are cleaned. And so we're we're putting this this, um, environment in place, but it's also really important that people maintain social distance. And I've seen them uh, people who were not necessarily families who were walking around uh, and walking around town and not paying attention. And I'm hoping that, that people really will understand that there is the environment piece, but there's also the personal responsibility piece. Yeah. Now you're, talking, you're talking about elevators. I, I don't know if we'll ever get back. Remember the days where you just all piled on there like a cattle? Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, hey, can you fit one more person on? I don't know if we'll ever get back to that. Well, when I was a kid, I, sh- I shouldn't even say this, but when I was a kid, we piled into cars that way to the point that you had people hanging out the windows. You know, who knew what a seat? We had seatbelts, but we weren't all wearing them. And and so, you know, it was ridiculous to think that we would do that then. No one would do that now. I would never do that now. And I would ju- I would choke if, if my kids or grandkids did that. But you're right. If, if there's a crowded elevator, I'm going to make a choice not to jump in it. I'm going to be careful about that. If, if there is a place I need to avoid, I'm going to avoid it. But it also doesn't mean that we need to live the rest of our lives in fear. Agreed. There's a joy of connection, a joy in life that's really important. And so I think being really smart, washing hands, not touching your face, being kind to others, making sure that you leave things in a good shape for the next person to, to come by, but still having those deep personal connections are important. The other thing we're looking at is how to handle the classrooms. It it very well be likely that we won't won't have a full classroom like we have in the past. We'll be removing some desks, so we may limit the class size. People are also talking about if you have a Monday, a Wednesday, Friday class, maybe part of the class could come one day and the other part the other day. So there's still that robust interaction. And then you have some other modules that you could do in smaller groups. So we're, we've got the, the experts really looking at how best to go forward. And when I talk about experts, I want to clarify that. What we did in the middle of the semester, at the end of the semester, what all of us did nationally, that, that was not ideal. These classes that were converted at the last moment were converted at the last moment, and they were not done with uh, instructional designers. I mean, we had some who were working with faculty, but we, we converted several thousand sections in a course of about 10 days, actually about a week, maybe eight or nine days. So the classes even that are online in the fall will be more robust using appropriate technology, 
and pedagogy and having the instructional designers help because there will also be some students who feel more comfortable taking online classes. Maybe they have uh, immune compromised systems or, or they're taking care of children at home. And so we intend to offer a wide variety of options for students and their families. Well, that's one of the things I was actually wondering and going to ask because you've proven that you can do online classes and that you could do it well. What, with all the changes that you've made, what will you guys keep? And you're like, oh, that's pretty, that worked. We'll keep that. Well, we've always had 30 to 35 percent of our classes online during the regular year. And then in the summer, we have about 70 percent. So we have a lot of faculty who've gone through rigorous training and offer very high quality online classes. I've taught online as well, not here, but at previous institutions and done well. It can be really done well. We now know that some faculty who really just weren't interested uh, may be more inclined to offer some online classes just to give students more opportunities to decide, more choices. We've also learned that just like you and I and Charlie are meeting virtually today for this, this uh, radio broadcast, this, this podcast, we may not need to be traveling across town for a lot of meetings. There may be opportunities where we can capture some time during the day where we continue to meet by Zoom or Teams or, or using the technology that's available. I personally will be really excited when I'm not just looking at a screen. But maybe even if we just have one or two meetings a day or three or four a week converted that way, it would save a lot of travel time for people who come to campus for meetings or go across town for meetings. And so that may be something that we keep. You know, the same thing with me. I think I will be keeping the video conferencing. You, you know, like my corporate offices aren't here. So I've been loving being able to see them. I mean, I took the computer out to sales pit the other day and let my CEO wave at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Better connection. It's better this, connection. Yeah. We've ever always had this technology. Just we didn't utilize it until we had to. So I find that interesting. I do too. Mm-hmm. So, so President White, let me ask you, and I know we, we talked about it a little bit, but you know, the high schools didn't have graduation. They're going to do a virtual graduation, maybe have some uh, in-person ceremonies in June. What, what are you looking at doing? So we will definitely have an in-person celebration. The date is not confirmed. It won't be in June. I believe for us, because we have such a large number graduating, it's, um, June is too early. So we're looking at either late July. If it gets too close to our normal August ceremony, it would probably be around the same time of our August ceremony, but we would have as many ceremonies as possible or as necessary to make sure that students had an opportunity to come in uh, to the Dunn Center and be, be recognized. Now, graduation is supposed to be Friday and Saturday this week. And of course, students will still get their diplomas. I mean, they're, they're going to be graduates yeah. when they meet all the requirements for a degree. But we don't want to let the day go by without some sort of recognition. And so we've got some things planned to um, put on social media just to say to our graduates how excited that we are that they have crossed the finish line. But I still want to shake their hands. I want them to walk across the stage. I want the photo op. And we're going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I think that that's awesome that, that you're going to work through that. And then the next thing, of course, I'm really big into it, is Saturdays in the fall. 
So what are we going to do about football? Oh, my gosh. Now, that is a question that we are talking about nationally. Yep. I believe that we'll be able to have some kind of football season. I don't know what time it will begin. When I say what time, I'm saying what, what date. There are a lot of, of guidelines on when things can occur and what the data are going to show us in terms of how these games can be played. And so um, I believe that we'll have something in the fall. I know that we will have to make sure that we've got social distancing opportunities uh, at Forterra Stadium when, when we're there. And so it's going to be really important that we have the protocols in place. Now, that said, we've got tremendous intellectual capital on our campus. And that's one thing I love about being at a university. And so I have community health professionals in the nursing college, I, in the nursing school. I have a virologist in the medical laboratory sciences faculty. And uh, of course, we have a, a clinic on campus as well. And so we have professionals and we have statisticians and actuarial scientists who are looking at models to make sure that we are analyzing data appropriately. It means there doesn't mean that every model is, is accurate. So as we plan for football and we plan for our seasons to begin, we're going to be watching those models and watching the data, making sure that we can flex if need be might mean that that certain games have to be rescheduled to a later time it might mean that we start and we we manage the situation so that everybody is is fine from the get-go even things as simple as making sure that we're taking temperatures of the players and making sure that that we have protocols in place to make sure that they are playing safe and safe with each other but there are a lot of things that can be done we've got experts there who are uh, helping us to determine how to do that you know, I think there's still so many unknowns because as we're all, you know, kind of coming out of our houses, we know we're going to be safe. We wouldn't open things up if we weren't, but we don't know exactly what that means yet. Yeah. That's true. But again, there's that personal responsibility piece. Right. So just, I, I think the reducing density is really important. And so if there's something that I really need to do, I'm going to go do it. And I'm pleased to be able to, to go do it. But if there are things that can wait, or if there are things that I can do, uh, maybe to shop at a, at a less busy time, I'm going to do that too. And I'm going to do my part as much as possible to reduce the density in any one person's business, uh, while still supporting those businesses and still using their services and still putting the economy to work. But again, we have some choices to make and making sure that we don't all show up at the same place at the same time. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. It's definitely changing times for everybody, not just universities. Everybody's trying to figure out what this new normal is going to look like right now. So I sure appreciate, I know that you've got your hands full over there because you're responsible for how many students and faculty right now? A whole bunch. Yes, we have about 1300 employees and we have over 11,000 students and, and you know what? It is a, it is a new normal, but it's, it's pretty exciting. I have been gratified mm -hmm. by how people have come together and been generous with one another. Young people who are really struggling with a lot of shifting things in their lives have just 
that just put themselves into volunteering and, and calling and helping with, with uh, tutoring children. And I'm just thrilled with what I've seen is a selflessness I've seen in it. our community. And mm-hmm. I love that. I hate that this situation is here. I hate that people are struggling and I hate the economic uh, impact and the challenges with health. But I'm gratified to know that the generosity that I knew was here has been so evident. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it too. I've seen it amongst my staff. I actually felt pretty blessed that they couldn't wait to get back and spend time together, you know? Well, <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we sure appreciate you being here. And I will say that I just love having you as our president. So thank go, you, uh, Charlie. I love the opportunity. I love Austin P. So, yes, go Govs. And I'll just go, I'll go farther than that. Let's go pee. There you Let's go. go Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode.